Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to The Trader, a traitor's podcast. My name's Matthew, and I'm a writer working in TV development, and I am a handy faithful. The Trader features deep dives into every episode of the multi-award winning hit TV competition series, The Traitors, as well as interviews with contestants from the shows. And this is season three of the podcast dedicated to The Traitors Australia. Now, it's time for the next contestant interview. And if you've just listened to the finale episode rundown, then you'll know that Lewis the Spacky was the penultimate player to be wrongly banished. However, he's alive and well, and he's here. Lewis, how are you going? <laughs> g'day, g'day. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks. I'm going to apologise already for my Australian accent attempts. It's it's my thing that I try and do. Uh, <laughs> now, Lewis, you, you made it so far uh, and then you were turned on at the last minute. Are you still on speaking terms with your fellow contestants? <laughs> Define speaking. <laughs> are, are they dead to you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, it, it, it hurt. It did hurt to begin with, but, uh, you know, it, at the end of the day, it's just a game and, and look, I got outplayed. So, nah, we still talk from time to time, which is good. <laughs> yeah, it's good to hear. Now, before we go any further and I ask you all my questions, I'm going to introduce you to our game, which is called The Trader Traitor. So our secret mission for the rest of the episode is to try to betray one another by telling an undetected lie. You can tell me something about the show, about yourself, or anything else, big or small, that is a complete fabrication. For example, you could tell me that Craig actually voted for Kate, uh, then changed his mind at the last minute. Yeah, However, 
<laughs> your lie can't be a fake opinion though like saying you think Craig had weird handwriting uh, because that's that's too difficult to guess if you just pretended to think something so we're looking for fake facts not fake opinions does the game make sense Lewis? yeah I like it <laughs> excellent so our game begins now first of all then uh, well more important than anything Please tell me about your animals. We saw you simultaneously feed a dog and a chicken. I need to know more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, we, we got a fair few animals at my place. You know, I always grew up with animals and stuff like that. So, yeah, we got, like, cats, chickens, fish, birds, but, yeah, everything, and they all get along. Like, I don't know what it is about the, the grains that we give the chooks, but the dog just loves it more than they do. <laughs> yeah, that's... I mean, it's good. Good footage, yeah. good content, yeah. Excellent. I have chickens and cats as well, and, yeah, the cats try and eat, like, the chicken feed sometimes. I think they don't actually like it. They just want to eat everything that could potentially be food. Um, Bang. <laughs> and your, your dog was behind you when we started speaking. I think she might have gone. Has she disappeared? No, nah, she's just lying. Oh, she's end. hiding. Yeah. She's, she's, out. she's had a big day of sleeping, so she's got to go have a nap. <laughs> now, how did you come to be involved in the show, Lewis? Because some some people I've spoken to have said they were approached, some people applied online, Marielle saw an advert on Instagram, and that's how she got involved. So how did it work for you? Yeah, it's pretty wild. Like, I didn't realise, but yeah, there was, I think there was quite a considerable amount of people that actually got approached to be on the show. But I actually was in hospital, I got my wisdom teeth removed, and the missus was supposed to pick me up, but she went to the wrong hospital. So I was sort of sitting there in the waiting room watching like reruns of MASH on the TV and then this ad came on saying, do you want to be part of a new game? And I applied thinking that it was going to be like, do you guys have Ready Steady Cook over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was just going to be something like that, you know, like just one episode and done. But, yeah, mate, I got a call back and then did a little bit of a phone interview and then, yeah, it just bloody spiraled and yeah uh, it, i'd never take it back it's bloody awesome excellent and did you want to be a faithful rather than a traitor i think I, I was going back and forth and back and forth and like after you know in hindsight it's like oh there's no way i would have been able to be a, a traitor no way like <laughs> i would have would have liked the thought that i'd be able to pass it off but I just think, uh, like, I just speak before I even think most of the time, so I probably would have had it myself episode one. <laughs> <laughs> you would have done an Angus. Um, yeah, now, exactly. <laughs> I, I've been going through every episode of the show on the podcast, and along the way, um, different things have come up that I've thought, I need to ask Lewis about this. So I'm going to go back a little bit to a really important episode for you and for everyone. This was episode six, when you were chosen by the traitors to take part in this roulette gamble. How serious were you about betting all of the money on the table? I was 100% serious. If anyone knows me, yeah. If anyone knows me, it's like, you're there to gamble, so you may as well gamble, you know? Like, you, you don't go gambling to just play it safe. <laughs> I wanted to just put the whole thing on. <laughs> I, I kind of suspected that. At first I thought, oh, he's just winding up the others. He's just winding up Mark. And then I thought, no, Lewis really means it. <laughs> 100% serious. I wanted, yeah, yeah you, you either go out a hero <laughs> or you go out with nothing at all. <laughs> yeah. 
But it, it paid off, didn't it? Because you won big. Um, what was that moment like going into breakfast and showing everyone what, what you'd won? That was that was probably top three moments of the whole show. It was just so good because everyone was so shocked. Like I didn't even realise what was happening. And then we got taken into the banishment room that got turned into the casino. And I was just like, you know, Roger's there with a martini. I was licking my chops, <laughs> just going, I want one of those. Let's play. Let's play. Yeah. It's so <laughs> um, and then, you know, from, from well, at that point, I think episode six, um, that might have been the episode where Angus was banished and then Claire was banished really the, the next episode. Along the way, which traitor were you most surprised at? You know, were there any that you just had never suspected at all? Oh, it would have been Nigel. He he was just playing at a whole different level. And again, watching it back, it was like a lot of people were always going on the attack and that was their best defense because, you know, I was too busy defending myself to even sort of scrutinize them. But the way that Nigel said, you know, let's keep looking at the facts, let's keep doing this, not going off gut feelings and that, it was like it was the perfect sort of, you know, look away get 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 the attention off him so he yeah. just he was phenomenal yeah and he, he he did so well he made it really really far as a traitor yeah um yeah. in episode 10 moving a little bit further forward that was another big episode for you because you won the shield um did i, I take it you knew you were everyone's number one suspect that day not at all not oh. at all. I had no idea. Like, I didn't even know that they knew my name <laughs> at that point. It was just, yeah, because, uh, again, like watching it back, it's all these people had these alliances and, like, you know, talk to this and don't tell this person that. And, like, I was just I was just happy to be included, you know. I was just like a little puppy guy. Oh, who friends. Yeah, you're all friends. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea that they were going to get rid of me, eh? Okay. Uh, it's It seems like... You know, when, when you won the Shield that day and you were all leaving, it, for, on TV it looked like nobody was really celebrating because they were all quite annoyed. I mean, were you aware of that or did you notice that when you watched it on TV? Oh, no, they, they made it very clear that they were upset that I watched <laughs> Like, no one even high-fived me or anything. Everyone was, like, so gutted. You know, like, in the first and second Shield challenges, people still, like, congratulated Nigel and Kate, but I didn't get any. I was like... You know, Alex even said to me, don't you feel guilty winning? And it was like, well, no, because I want, like, you know, that's what we're here for. And it really yeah, sort of yeah. robbed a bit of the happiness from me. But, yeah, I didn't let it didn't let it sink in too much anyway. <laughs> good. And was do you think that was your favourite challenge or was there another one that was really good fun? Is there one that stands out for you? They're, they're like, there were some pretty good ones, but that was definitely my favourite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just love puzzles, Yeah. <laughs> And you, what was uh, what was really nice was in the finale challenge when you had to abseil down the waterfall, you were really nice with Alex. You you seemed like you were so encouraging. Were you were you also scared or were you were you just putting on a brave face for her or did you feel okay about it all? I was I was super confident and super cocky because I mean <laughs> in the back of my mind if anything went wrong I was going to get more than two hundred and fifty thousand anyway. But <laughs> when it actually came time to sort of step back over um, over that sort of breach, like I actually sort of just 
crouched down and they all just sort of lowered me. Like I didn't even really walk because I was just, I was terrified. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a, uh, that's a good idea. You could just like loosen the ropes a little bit and accidentally fall. <laughs> oh, I'd, I've hurt myself. You need to pay me. Uh. <laughs> that's right. That was a lot. That was in the back of my mind for a lot of challenges. So like I was always trying to go first just to, just to sort of, make myself a bit of a, a player like I was first in the skirmish first on the bridge um first in one or two others but I mean due to the magic of editing like a few of those got got taken out but yeah. I mean yeah that absolutely one was gnarly <laughs> yeah in fact the a lot of the missions and challenges on the Australian show um is something that I've talked about throughout the podcast the they're really they're quite epic compared to some of like the UK and the US ones. I think you, you guys had some really cool challenges on a big scale. Did did anyone ever get hurt? Claire got pretty. Yeah, she she. Um, I mean, she got smacked in the neck a few times in the paintball, and then oh, the very man. next challenge on the bridge, when she went through the trapdoor, she actually hit the back of her head. <laughs> so like. I mean, but she's a trooper because she she wants to be on like Australian Survivor and stuff like that. So she just sort of ate it up. But see, you know, like for lack of a better word, the most frail sort of person on the whole whole show, just getting wasted. But she just kept getting up, so it was it was pretty cool. Oh, pure clear. Well, at least she kept going. That's good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so building up towards the 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 big finale episode. Um, there's a moment in the hotel before you go into the final banish or your final banishment room, and we see you tell Craig that you're sure Alex is a traitor, and it's it's really tough to watch as a viewer because we know how close you are, but <laughs> Craig doesn't seem to want to go along with it. Um, first of all, did you really think Alex was a traitor, or were you just trying to, you know, take heat off yourself? Now, honestly, at that point, I was I was sort of getting pretty close with Kate and I was like, if it had gone with Kate and myself, I would 100% share it with her because I believed that she was faithful at that point. And it, it was sort of just, you know, you can't, you can't pick Craig to be a traitor. So I sort of believed the only one left was Alex. And, yeah, it just seemed like... Because I thought I was flying under the radar, but she was flying well under the radar. It just seemed perfect. And I went into that final banishment with 100% certainty that I was going to vote for her. But the way that her and Kate just flipped it around, like, I can't believe I wrote Craig's name. Like, what a goose. <laughs> but, yeah, so, nah, they, they played well. They played really well. Is there some comfort then in knowing, well, even if you had gone with Alex and she'd been voted out it wouldn't have mattered anyway because Kate was a traitor like does does that kind of feel I try and tell myself that I, do, <laughs> yeah. I really do yeah because it's it, it's there was definitely some sleepless nights sort of replaying it over and over in my mind <laughs> yeah I wonder how you feel about a couple of other people I've spoken to have said they, they maybe thought it was a little bit unfair. When Alex was recruited um, as a traitor, you guys were told there's been a new recruitment, but that didn't happen when Kate was recruited. Do you think that was unfair or do you think that that made it more difficult uh, for you guys? It's it's a contentious subject, isn't it? Yeah, no, I, I hate it. 
uh, I think like, I mean, you know, you got to tell yourself the show is called The Traders, not The Faithful. So I was always <laughs> in their favour. But yeah, it was it was like a, a bit of a slap in the face. But then if they did tell us that there was a recruitment, you know, out of um, the death row with Craig, um, Paul, and Kate, like it would sort of be pretty obvious that it was Kate at that point. But yeah, it's, it's bloody sneaky, eh? Like, yeah. They just changed the rules on us at the last moment. Yeah, it feels a little bit unfair. I suppose, though, something that I guess maybe I've not asked anyone this. Did did you really know how many traitors there were anyway? They never told us, no. Yeah. No, they so never there could, did. There could have been five from the beginning and maybe that wouldn't have mattered anyway. Or Well, that's right. They said, I think they said initially between three to five, and so, I mean, you can read between the lines and say four, but even when Chloe left, they didn't reveal if she was a faithful or a traitor, so we didn't know if we'd lost one there or not. Mm-hmm. So, it was, yeah, we were completely in the dark. Yeah. Uh, in that final episode, there's also a moment uh, after you spoke to Craig and suggested Alex could be a traitor where you were sort of eavesdropping on Craig and Kate and Alex, um, and Craig is he, he's, he's telling Alex, look, I'll, I'll, I would never write your name down. Did you did that? You know how did 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 that then make you go into banishment, thinking, "All oh, right, this is probably a bit hopeless for me." I was cooked. Yeah, I went. <laughs> I knew at that exact moment, like because we'd all done one on ones, but when I knew that they were in a group together, yeah, like I just went back up to the room and sort of threw the towel in. Um, but even the producers are saying, you know go in, give them your Braveheart speech, you know, put it all on the line, you can still win it. And they hyped me up to believe that there was actually a chance. But, nah, from that point on, it was just like, yeah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> Send me home, go on. <laughs> but I think you did really well at the end. You spoke really, really articulately and honestly in that in the banishment. You, were, you know, I thought you were very, very passionate and you – you seem so genuine yeah. and it was actually quite upsetting to watch because you know you're we, it was so clear you were faithful and it was so tough that you had two traitors in the room that were never gonna do anything to help you have you yeah. have you had like nice comments have you had su- supportive feedback from people after the show the main thing the main thing that i've heard with the feedback from that little speech is that i make too many pauses <laughs> i was really just trying to drive home the seriousness of the whole situation but <laughs> i do pause quite a bit in that conversation but yeah no i've had some really good support like they, it's like because um, i believe craig got a little bit of pushback and alex got a bit of pushback as well but um yeah everyone was really supportive for me which was really nice i mean i still it still would have been nicer to take two hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> Yeah, it was really good. I didn't care about your pauses. Do you know who else pauses a lot? Barack Obama, and he's <laughs> done pretty well with that. So I'll take uh, that. I'll take that. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Um, I, yeah, my next question, I think you, you probably already answered. Uh, I was going to ask, when the voting began, was there like a smidgen of hope that you might make it through? You know, did, was there any part of you that thought just maybe? Not a chance, nah. Like there were times, because yeah, there were times when I, I thought there was a chance, but this was not one of them. I just knew straight because you know no one could come between Alex and Craig at that point. And yeah, I mean, talking to Kate afterwards, she was like, she just she said that she knew, you know, when she saw Alex in the Traders Towers, like you know, she she wanted to try and do something to remove her. And if it did go to the tie vote, it would have gone completely differently, but. I mean, yeah, that that room just it, it changes your mind like like nothing. Yeah, yeah. And you've you've already mentioned this a little bit, but you ended up voting for Craig rather goose. than Alex. What a goose! <laughs> Again, it. I mean, it it wouldn't have made a difference, so it doesn't really matter. But why did you? Well, why did you trust Kate? Why did you think Kate was not a traitor? Oh. Uh, Honestly thought from the very get-go, pretty much every interview, um, they asked sort of who was your main suspect and Kate was always my main suspect from the very start. But then, I don't know, there's something when, I think when Mark left, she sort of took over as the trader hunter and in that it sort of solidified that she was a faithful and um, it just seemed like she was a lot more open than Craig and Alex. So there was just, it felt like there was some trust there. Um, And it was just unfortunate, you know, that she got recruited at such a late stage because we we probably could have taken it out, really. Yeah, yes. I mean, so you you were right that she was a faithful from almost all of it. It was just at the last minute that things changed. Yeah, yeah. And so when you you know you had to stand up and say to Roger, well, Roger asks, to, you know, you to reveal your identity and you reveal you're a faithful. It's it's again. It's really heartbreaking to watch because you seem kind of annoyed, maybe even angry, and rightfully so. Yeah, how how was that moment? It, it was very yeah. It was definitely yeah, pretty heartbreaking. But I mean, it is pretty good with that little yeah. I'm a faithful spit in the face sort of thing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you you done goofed. But at that point, you know, the traders outnumbered the faithful, so they did exactly what they needed to do. So, I mean, yeah. It sucked. I didn't want to go home. I was loving it. <laughs> it's yeah. so much fun. Uh, I have a final few questions, and the next is from uh, a Twitter sort of fan account of the Traitors called D Verazis, um, and they've asked two questions. They said, uh, "I'm curious to know if you watched the series, and if you felt it was an accurate and balanced portrayal of events." Yeah, I definitely watched it. Like we had viewing parties with all my mates and stuff. Like I remember the first half of most episodes because by the the second half I'm sort of a few sheets to the breeze, if you will. Um, but it was it it sort of accurate. They they had to edit a lot down because there was a lot of us there, and there was only twelve episodes. But 
they they did miss out a whole lot of stuff. Like, yeah, we, we thought we were just making gold and none of it made it through to the end. So, I mean, it's pretty accurate. Um, they All the producers, they just asked me to be, you know, myself and an Aussie bloke and talk about cricket and stuff like that, which is fair enough. But they asked other people to sort of be a bit OCD and a bit like that to sort of fill different character roles, which I was happy with my role, really. Yeah. <laughs> is the... Is there one thing that happened that was a big event that you were most surprised at didn't make it into the show? Oh, that's probably that's a pretty good question. Um, I mean, pretty much anything with Paul, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not like there was really big stuff with him, but like, yeah, he he had some pretty funny lines, and you know, like he was really good at riffing off people. But I guess like it was more of a comedy thing rather than sort of adding to the drama or anything. So that it was unfortunate that he got cut out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I won heaps of games of pool. Like I, I held down <laughs> the pool table and they didn't show that. I mean, it was pretty good because when we went into the cocktail party, they had the champagne there and we were only allowed one <laughs> per day, one drink. <laughs> and um, they'd laid out drinks for everyone and because I was the second one in there. <laughs> I was about five champagnes deep <laughs> and the producers came and put me on water and you know, <laughs> half, half the people didn't have any champagne for the cocktail party. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because so often on reality shows, actually they do the opposite. They ply people with alcohol because they want yeah. excitement and tension. Do you think they were giving you a limit because they were worried the traitors might like reveal things by accident? Possibly, actually. I mean, I, I had often wondered that, and then like that's probably the only reason. Like, I mean, we were we were in lockdown most of the time when we weren't weren't talking on camera. We literally weren't talking. We were in our rooms, and I was like, because <laughs> I was there in the hotel for about a month. <clears throat> I actually convinced some of the cleaning ladies to sort of run me in beers and smuggle me beers. So <laughs> it was yeah, it was pretty good like that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's the driest I've ever been, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, and uh, Diva Razzies on Twitter also asks, quite quite a deep question now. <laughs> They've asked, um, what, if anything, did you learn through your whole experience? Oh, yeah. Probably that I don't need six beers a night to fall asleep. <laughs> no, I mean, it's definitely, like, I'm my own biggest fan, um, but it's just being completely removed from your day-to-day situation where people know you and trust you. You're put into this place where you've got no support and all of your actions are scrutinized and questioned. So it was like, it was pretty, pretty like a bit of a shock for me. Um, but again, like I, I was just myself, just, just an absolute dickhead. And I mean, look, it got, me to the, got me to the finals. So <laughs> keep being a dickhead. You you said that on the show as well. You weren't a dickhead at all. <laughs> Not at all. They must have cut that party out then. <laughs> Unless that means something different in Australia. But uh, you seem like a lovely guy. So when you said that on the show, I was like, no, Lewis, you take it back. Yeah. Um, I have a final question for now. It's a very, very important question. Where do you keep your red tracksuit and have you considered auctioning it off? <laughs> they actually gave us two tracksuits. So the unfortunate thing is in, in the um, abseiling challenge, I was saying before, yeah, I, 
I sort of got lowered down. I wasn't really walking, so I slid down, and that's all covered in moss and dirt and that. So that was getting washed when we finished. But my second my second tracksuit is like just in my cupboard with my trader's uh, badge still on it. I've worn it down to the pub a few times and <laughs> no one's said anything. They just sort of look at me a bit strange, but yeah, I'm not going that. I'm getting buried in that suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. Your friends are just looking at you going, oh, that's just Lewis. <laughs> he's got, <laughs> go he's got his trader suit on again. <laughs> now, uh, Lewis, we, we've been playing a game and we're not quite finished with our game yet. We're about to get to the end. But before we do, where can we find you online? Is there anything that you want us to check out? Uh, you can check out my socials. I mean, I, I don't post a great deal. The most I ever posted was through the traders. But, I mean, I'm trying try and keep active, you know. <laughs> Always love fellow puzzles, puzzle supporters. But, yeah, if you want to add us on Instagram, it's just Lush Lou, <laughs> all one word, L-U-S-H-L-E-W. Yeah, that's my name. <laughs> yeah. And, I, well, now that the, the Traders Australia is going to be shown in the UK on BBC from, I think it's the 9th of July, 8th of July, 9th of July, uh, maybe all, you might have a whole slew of new fans coming to follow you online. I, I'm, I'm sure that's going to happen. Yeah, I was trying to fuel up my car the other day and I had someone come up and ask for an, an autograph, which was like, that was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, excellent. <laughs> now, we have been playing the Trader Traitor. This is our game where we have to try and betray one another. And uh, Lewis, I I told you a lie in our conversation. Um, have you lied to me at some point? I have, yes. Okay. Um, any idea what I lied to you about? Man, I wish. I was really trying to pay attention, but you definitely... <laughs> oh, man, no, nah, i got no idea, eh? Okay. Um, I'll give you a couple of clues and then I'm going to guess yours. Um, and I'll give you some thinking tape. Mine, to be honest, um, I've gotten very shady at this game. I, my lie was okay. tiny. <laughs> it was, it was the, it was a very, very small thing, and it was very early on. It was one of the first things I said to you. Um, you don't so appreciate I, my pauses. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. That isn't. That would never be a lie. Uh, I'm going to guess your lie. I've got a few options written down. Uh, yep. I was taking some notes as we went. And I think it was either something you told me really early on, or you might have just said it in the past two minutes. Oh. I I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with my gut. <laughs> uh, <that'll laughs> Which is probably the worst thing ever. <laughs> Did you lie when you said you had been in hospital to get your wisdom teeth taken out? No, that was true. That oh. was that true. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm so shocked I've dropped my earphone. Yeah. Uh, I, I've been on a I've been on a roll, I have to say. I've been on a really good streak and I've just it's just been broken. Um okay, yeah. that so that was true. Yeah, 100% true, definitely. In that case, Lewis, what did you lie about? I lied about being asked for an autograph. <laughs> no one's ever recognised me. I haven't been recognised <laughs> once, yeah. That was my second option. I wrote no down way. autograph. <laughs> <laughs> Snuck oh, it in. Yeah. You fooled me. You got me. I thought, uh, wisdom teeth, what? No, that's yeah. not real. Um, 
<laughs> but I have uh, no idea what you would have lied about. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. I, I might just have to reveal it to you then. Yep. My, my Again, it was very small, right? I lied. I asked you about how you came to be involved in the show, and I said, oh, some people were approached. Some people applied online. And then yeah. I told this lie. I said, Marielle saw an ad on Instagram, and that's how she applied. And, and it's good. the smallest lie ever because she, she saw an ad on Facebook, not Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> so. Sneaky. Sneaky. Yeah. Damn, I, 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 yeah. I was sort of cl- cluing into that. I was like, I know how a few people got on, so I was like listening for that, but I didn't know how Marielle got on. Damn. There you go. Uh, Lewis, it's been absolutely brilliant to talk to you today. Thank you so much. I, I hope that's that's been enjoyable. Yeah, bloody yeah. Thanks for having me. Excellent. I will put your links to your Instagram on the episode notes, and I will talk to you soon. Take care. Bye bye. Cheers. See ya. Hello, faithful trader listeners. What a gent. What a treat. Lewis was just absolutely delightful and I'm so happy I got to speak to him. I hope you enjoyed listening too and I'm guessing you'll want to hear the next three interviews as well. Up next will be my chat with recruited trader Kate who was just as wonderful to talk to. We had a really meaty discussion about her experience on the show and it truly is a deep dive interview. As well as that, I realised that I've had a recent influx of listeners from Australia and fans from all over who've just discovered the Traitors Australia. If you hadn't known about the podcast before recently, this is the third season and I already have two other seasons. That's 26 episodes covering the Traitors UK and the Traitors US. So if you've seen either of those, then you might want to jump back and relive it all or you might just want to watch for the first time and listen along to the podcast episodes, which also feature a whole bunch of interviews with US and UK stars of those shows. If you want even more info on the podcast and the traders, you can keep up to date with me on Instagram at the Trader Podcast or Twitter at the Trader Pod, or you can email me at the Trader Podcast at gmail.com. Until the next interview special, stay faithful. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.